It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Thanks to MasterCard for sponsoring this episode. Head to mastercard.com backslash smallbiz to learn how they're amplifying and supporting black women entrepreneurs. What I tell up-and-coming artists now, like, If you just put in the work and make your stuff like as strong as it can be, build your audience, perform for free at the right places in the beginning, because that's building your brand. Don't trip off the money. The money will come. Then it's going to put you in more of a power position instead of like just trying to advertise yourself to the industry, just waiting for a big break. You're listening to Money Moves, powered by Greenwood, a finance podcast dedicated to dropping all the knowledge and gems from the world's leading celebrities, entrepreneurs, and experts in tech, business, and more. I'm your host, angel investor, technology enthusiast, and media personality, Tanya Sam. Each week, we talk with guests who are making significant strides in their fields and learn how they are making their money move. If you're someone who's looking to make your money move, you're in the right place. So open up your notes app and lock us in because this podcast will give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance you so rightly deserve. Before we start the episode, I'd like to remind you to check us out at gogreenwood.com and follow us on social media at Greenwood and me on all things social at It's Tanya Time to stay locked in to new episodes. Money Movers, please join us in welcoming the talented Gawapale to the show. Hello. Hello. We're still on this idea of mindset and kids. Like you are a mother, you have children. How do you talk to um, your children now about finances? Is it is it more yeah. high level or do you find that they're... Well, my daughter's on a whole other level. She's 16. <laughs> she's a junior in high school. And... She's like taking, you know, a course, like her dad enrolled her in a course in investing. (laughs) The school goes to, you know, in their math class, how to do realistic budgets of when you're in college, how are you going to live? How are you going to save for rent? How are you going to pay off, you know, loans if you have that? How are you going to pay for a car? And think of, wow, think of math practical 
way of mm-hmm. financially thriving and having a sustainable life. I don't remember thinking about that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? No. Until until I needed to have it figured out. And so I think just an understanding of that, you know, she's a little entrepreneur, like she had <laughs> business when she was eight years old, you know, and I would walk her to the toy store so she could sell it to them and give them inventory. But she was so motivated. She would talk to them herself. You know, she's like making rings now. <laughs> so she's, she, you know, grew up seeing the entrepreneurial spirit and she's like up leveling it. Wow. So I feel like Vation is starting is a different place. You know, like my parents and I, we didn't really talk about finances that much until like later on, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. kind of a comfortable conversation. And yeah, so I've had to learn to be more comfortable with it. But I think having a, a independent record label and just like owning a business, there's just like so many things that you have to think about yep. all the way through. And um, so, you know, it kind of educated me on the on the job over the past few years. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed. Cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's take us back to, you know, it's two decades ago, I guess. Um, And tell us when you first founded your label. And what was that like? Because the landscape of the music industry has dramatically changed. So I feel like 20 years ago, 
you were, a, 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 there were people doing it, but you know, this was a, a real risk. There wasn't a lot of blueprints for how to do this, um, especially as a female and not trying to genderize it. So tell us about how you decided to take that, make that decision. Well, for one thing, coming from the Bay Area, I feel like it's such an independent mm-hmm. minded, you know, so I got to see hieroglyphics and souls of mischief, you know, run their label. And that's who we actually got distributed by in the beginning. I got to see artists like Martin Luther and Lettucey and um, E40. Too short. There was just a little bit more of that independent spirit already in the Bay Area. So it was a little more normal, but it definitely started from the most basic level. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like, oh, we have all this money. What are we going to do? It was kind of like, I have this music that I believe in. I don't know what the lane is. I don't know how, like, it's kind of soul. It's kind of R&B. It's kind of, it's hip hop influence, but it has some jazz notes. Like, how is this going to be marketed? And I was so worried about being misunderstood in the industry and being exploited as a woman that I mm-hmm. was like, I really want to put out this music, but I am afraid of trying to get discovered. Like how, what, what do I do? And I remember my brother was like, you know what? we need to just build it and then the industry will come to us. Like there's a demand for the supply. So it's like, you don't have to prove yourself as much if you can lay some groundwork. Mm -hmm. And and like what I tell up and coming artists now, like if you just put in the work and make your stuff like as strong as it can be, build your audience, perform for free at the right places in the beginning because that's building your brand. Don't trip off the money. The money will come. Mm. Then it's going to put you in more of a power position instead of like just trying to advertise yourself Mm -hmm. to the industry, just waiting for a big break. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? All of someone else's money. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Right. That's a different thing. If you're using someone else's money, you got to take it all back. So I think for us, it was like, okay, I'm going to start doing these shows locally. What if we press up? Because, you know, there wasn't the digital thing. It was like, what if we press up a thousand CDs? That seemed like a lot at the time coming from nothing. And we like, you know, my boyfriend, my partner at the time, like was doing all this amazing graphic design work. Like we fundraised to friends and family, just mm-hmm. private, just to get those first thousand CDs pressed to sell at shows and to sell at consignment at local record stores. Wow. Oh. They'd be like, okay, I'll buy two copies. <laughs> Talk about, but I was still like, but they're buying too. And let me tell you, when those sold out, we were like, okay, now we can re-up and sell, um, press 2,000 CDs. And then the stores were like, oh, these are selling. We'd like to get two boxes. Do you know how happy I was? Oh, of course. After that, I don't know. Somehow we got to like 65,000, but I think distributed through hieroglyphics helped us through red, right? And people like Violet Brown um, were like, I want to get, you know, 
stocked up in all the warehouse stores. And, and so it really was like every, every little thing was like a small victory. Win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had to look at it like that. Not like the larger industry standards will be like, if you don't sell over a hundred thousand in the first week, it's a failure. And it was like, it's an accomplishment to sell any amount. Absolutely. Like for real. If you sell out any amount, that's an accomplishment. And I just kind of had to let myself have like small wins along the way and just let it keep growing. And so I think in the very beginning, we weren't even officially Skyblaze recordings. And then after we were selling, you know, more than a couple thousand CDs, it was like, we should start to be a label. We need to make all of this official. And, you know, we kind of built it as it grew. Do you remember, was there like a pivotal point where you sort of looked left, looked right, and were like, oh my gosh, I'm really doing this. Like, was there a day that, or a memory that really marks this time? Yeah. I remember, this is kind of an odd one, but I remember I used to listen to the countdown on KMEO. That was the biggest station in the Bay Area. And, um, you know, Big Vaughn and Chewy, just different people like really have my back. And we were linked into the DJ world out there. But I remember they had like the seven at seven. <laughs> and so, and it Closer wasn't even the original single at first. It was this other song, Childhood Drama. Closer was like the B-side. Just to be like, this is the vibe of the album. Happened to resonate with people, which mm-hmm. was another important lesson to me in like connecting authentically with the audience, like let them choose instead of assuming what will do well in this business. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Be like one of the most honest songs for me that translated, but I remember listening to that seven at seven and it was like charting for that week. Let's say it was the seventh song. And then it was like moving fifth song, blah, blah, blah. And then there was this night where it got all the way up to, you know, they're like, this is the number two song. And it was like, Closer wasn't on there. And I was like, dang, good while it lasted. <laughs> you know, it was like, it was number two. Yeah. Like, and then it was number one. And I just remember I was like in my mom's house. And just, I remember listening to that. And to me, it was just so affirming. Yeah, yeah. Of like something here is like resonating and something here is working and it got to be on our terms and it got to be something that was so authentic for me. And it just gave me, I don't know, more faith and it opened doors. Oh, what a beautiful thing. And to be able to look back and just, just to remember that and feel it. And, you know, I just, I have to impress on our Money Movers audience. Like this was also such a dramatically different time than what we see music being now where, you know, but it was sort of like guerrilla music marketing. You're out there literally taking your own CDs from to record stores going, are you going to buy a couple? Because that's how we had to get it. Or we had to take songs off the rate. Oh my gosh. Oh, there was no social, there was no like clap yeah. where I could be like, gonna share something. Cause I feel like it, that just wasn't the case. It was all like corporate owned or, yeah. you know, I mean, I was also 
community stations and got support from them in college and stuff. But still now for everyone to have like their own mm -hmm. channels, mm -hmm. it's completely different. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If we helped you make your money move, please share it with your community. Subscribe and leave us a review on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at Greenwood and visit us at gogreenwood.com for more financial tips. And remember, money movers, if this were easy, everyone would do it. So take the lessons you've learned from this episode and apply it to your life. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Until next time. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.